0: Joining us now on Rue of the Matter is Dustin Pearson, president of the Tennessee Cattlemen's Association from Washington County. And Dustin, we're here at y'all's annual meeting and uh, good turnout so far.
1: Yeah, we had a, we had a very good uh, turnout for this meeting. Glad to see everybody here. The rainy weather today, but, you know, hopefully that's brought some extra folks in that, that might have had other plans. You know, it's 60-degree weather. It's getting everybody anxious to get out and get about, especially after snowstorms we had a couple weeks ago.
0: And it's always important to come together for things like this right i mean you get to increase your knowledge on some things hear from some experts in in different uh, vicinities of the field and it's good just to talk to other producers isn't it
1: yeah i mean we've got an excellent trade show presence here today different vendors throughout the cattle industry and throughout agriculture so so we're glad to have them here and their sponsorship of tennessee cattlemen also, we got the educational sessions you mentioned. We have the graders from the Department of Agriculture and the United States Department of Agriculture here doing live animal demonstrations and how they grade cattle and different grades of the cattle. And also some educational informative sessions going on as well. So it's a good place. And then this afternoon, we'll have our delegate session. So much like Farm Bureau, you know, Tennessee Cattlemen's is a grassroots organization. So we'll have our delegate session today where people can present resolutions on how they want to guide the leadership of Tennessee Cattlemen's and Tennessee Cattlemen's will take that that message to Nashville to the hill and also on to the National Cattlemen's Association which will then go through their resolution stuff to take to Washington DC so you know great grassroots organization here serving the producers of the state of Tennessee
0: and that's the great thing about commodity organizations like the Tennessee Cattlemen's Association is that yourself others on the board you all are producers so no one knows better what cattlemen need than cattlemen themselves and, and, and as you mentioned it's all grassroots and y'all are experiencing it every day.
1: Right, yeah, our board's made up. I'm a I'm a stalker operator out of East Tennessee. We've got cow calf guys out of over near the Mississippi River on West Tennessee and, and every part in between. So our whole board is made up of cattle producers in the state of Tennessee. Our leadership and our office staff are all cattle folks. So, you know, they've a vested interest in their job, what they're doing for Tennessee cattlemen. so yeah.
0: So as a producer, boots on the ground, what, what are you seeing in the industry right now?
1: If you look at the cattle markets just starting there, I mean, right now cattle markets are hitting near that all-time high, it's some stuff we haven't seen. Now, if you look back, cattle numbers are way down. Well, as we've been, you know, since the 40s, they're saying, uh, just due to the drought throughout the United States, the drought here in Tennessee. One other thing we're seeing here in Tennessee driving cattle numbers down is you know the urban sprawl, uh, the influx of people wanting into this state. We've got a great state here in Tennessee, uh, as everybody in the state knows, so everybody else is wanting to be a part of that. So where I'm at in East Tennessee, I'm afraid cows are getting replaced with houses. I mean, that's very evident as you drive around. Uh, so in doing that, we're taking away from the herd sizes. So these calves are getting more and more valuable. And these cow-calf guys and stocker guys are finally getting able to, to get a little black back in the books, you know. It, it's been hard the last couple of years as a cow-calf operator to, to keep that pencil sharp enough to make a profit. So it's about time that happens for these folks. So hopefully that transcends. I mean, we're still seeing that from a consumer standpoint, beef is at all-time high demand. You know, and we're making better, more wholesome, nutritious protein with fewer and fewer cattle, and that's a testament of the cattle producers throughout the state and country.
0: I guess that is the challenge, though, that demand is at an all-time high. But as you mentioned, especially here in Tennessee, we're losing farmland at a substantial rate every day. So the demand's there, but you're having to do more with less from a farmland perspective.
1: Yes, and, you know, and, and with the cattle industry, it's slow evolving. It's not you have one calf a year i mean pretty much gestation period is 19 months versus the poultry and the pork industry which has a much higher turnaround so they can adjust adjust those animals genetics fast enough to keep up with that rate so cattle industry's done a good job if you go back into the 50s and 60s 40s look at pictures of these show quality cattle you know those little short things wide and we're making these cattle bigger and bigger through the genetics and Dave, and we're going to have to continue to do that at the pace we're going. That
0: really seems to be, no matter who I talk to here today, that that's the reoccurring thing is that the cattle industry has gotten a whole lot better over the years. Genetics, as you mentioned, uh, the BQA program here in Tennessee. I mean, I think we have more BQA participants than any other state in the country. And that's really a testament to you all and, and, and the fact that you all care about the product that you're putting out
1: yeah bqa's you know a national program uh, but it's something that drives the industry drives consumer choice to pick the beef product and they know when they take it home that they're getting that safe product that was humanely raised you know harvested correctly and that puts that customer at ease we're seeing you know in this day and age where we're so far removed from agriculture and uh, you know people see the commercials on tv wanting you to donate a dollar to the animal you know, so that pulls the heartstrings, and so they're putting that to the animal agriculture side, uh, which they want to know that we're making a, that animal have a, a choice through life, you know, that we're raising them humanely, doing the best we can, and which as a farmer and a feeder, that comes down to our bottom dollar. So if we're not treating those animals correctly, it's going to show in our bill folds. So Tennessee does a great job of humanely raising these animals. We want the best quality of life for them my kids have to have certain vaccines to go through school and I tell everybody I raise you know I've got a cow play uh, kindergarten pretty much where we're bringing in these high-risk cattle with the runny noses and you know all the stomach pains and everything and so I've got to keep them healthy get them turned around to where they're putting the weight on to, to where they can produce healthy nutritious beef
0: and really I think we've seen from the consumer standpoint they want to know more about where their food comes from as you mentioned and 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 once they learn the the facts about how you all treat the animals uh what goes into the animals it makes them feel a whole lot better and and definitely uh i think makes them want to purchase directly from farmers and kind of cut the middleman out so to speak which um i think has its challenges as well but also can be really good for you all as well
1: it has i mean if, if covid told us anything it was that our groceries don't come from the grocery store you know and we used to joke about that that people thought their food come from the grocery store COVID told us that you know that's not the case so it's got more people seeking out fresh local food products uh, be it from the meat case or from the gardens you know and so they can come visit these farms now a lot of these farms have meat cases on the premises they can come see these animals some cases they can pick out the calf you know that's the calf I want you know and we'll take them, and get them harvested. They buy directly from the meat, so they know what their products, how it was raised. And, and as a producer, you value that input back. If they come back, say that that meat wasn't satisfactory, you know something needs to happen, whether through genetics or feed programs or whatever. And if they keep coming back, you know then you know you got a good product.
0: With high prices, with that demand at all-time highs, really is a, a prime opportunity, a, a prime time for cattle producers right now, isn't it?
1: I think it is, uh, you know, the land usage part's going to be a key component to that. Uh, I know just like where I'm at, I've lost about 300 acres of of leased land over the last five or six years, you know, so that land's out of production now. Um, Fuel costs are up, fertilizers up, you know, and which most industries, once these prices get there, they're not coming back down. Uh, So that's going to be a challenge just to navigating, navigating the high cost, you know, and we're just one bad day away in Washington, D.C. from everything coming crashing down. We know how much or how little Washington, D.C. can do for us. So, you know, and as a beef producer, my ask for them is just to leave us alone. We've got a good thing going. We know what we're doing. We're making safe, wholesome products, you know, to feed America's people, keep regulations out that, that these people that's four generations removed from agriculture think that, that we need.
0: And that's really where the Tennessee Cattlemen's Association, Tennessee Farm Bureau, NCBA, that's where they come in to really be y'all's voice and hopefully keep those regulations back. It really kind of highlights the importance of organizations like TCA.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's when we we have these meetings, we'll put together like a one-page document. So when we go talk to our representatives or our, our people up in Washington, we've just got a fact sheet. Because their time's valuable, I understand that they're doing the will, of, you know, other people. So we like to just come in. Here's this piece of paper with talking points. Here's what we need, and and most of that message is, you know, we're in good shape. You know, stay out of it. Uh, we don't need the extra regulations. You know, and there's got to be some boundaries there. I mean, then people abuse the system, and I understand that. But for the most part most people in agriculture there you know that land's been in families for generations and generations i don't want the farm to die on my watch you know and i want to be able to pass it on to the future generations so and in doing that i'm going to take extra extra care of that land and, and my animals
0: a little bit later y'all going to talk about the i guess policy issues things that that you all as an organization uh, Want to see brought forth to the state legislature, even national issues, things like that, and that, that's really where the rubber meets the road with those grassroots issues.
1: And yes, that's, that's it. As I said earlier, you know we're basically a grassroots. If you know, so the counties will bring revolutions up today uh, here for anything that they would like to see, so then we can have candid uh, conversations about it here and get that feel as Tennessee cowmans as a whole. And myself and the board will take that information that's voted on here today as our steering documents, you know, of how we need to govern our business through the state level and the national level also.
0: Well Dustin Pearson, president of the Tennessee Cattlemen's Association, joining us today. Thanks for your time and uh, thanks for all you do as a as a cattle producer.
1: Thank you, Thomas. It's good talking to you.